0: Good afternoon, everyone. This is George from Watson's Daily, and welcome to We Ask Watson, where Peter and I discuss our favorite news stories of the day. Hello, Peter. Hello there. So today it's going to be a slightly different setup. I'm going to introduce my favorite story and Peter will then let us know what he thinks before introducing his. You go. Today go. I liked I <laughs> Today I liked the British Petroleum story. They're the biggest oil and gas company. By fourth biggest in the world, excuse me, um, by revenue. They've announced a new green energy strategy. Well, they'll increase investment into alternative energy sources tenfold over the next decade, reaching 5 billion annually by the end of the decade. Uh, They plan to uh, keep 50% of their annual spending in oil and gas. Um, And along with that, they've announced half- halving their dividend, and a record $17.7 billion loss. I think this is massive, not only because it will have a huge impact on the global economy, being, as I said, the fourth largest oil and gas re- company by revenue. I think they, they posted a $227 billion revenue last year. Um, but I think it underlines a growing trend towards alternative energies. So... This is a longer term impact and consequence of lockdown and confinement. Um, there was already movement away from or, or it's consumer sentiment was was moving away from the fo- use of fossil fuels with the rise of greta Thunberg and um and the the the, the global energy movement uh, with the extinction Rebelli- extinction rebellion um this is gonna have a big impact on banking. There's gonna be acquisitions. There's gonna be um, restructuring um, and also in the legal sector as well. Lawyers are gonna to have to draw up contracts. Um, there's gonna be restructuring. There's gonna be a, uh, a, a movement away from fossil fuels. Acquisitions will increase. Um, and I, 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 I think that the, 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 the The consequences could be huge for the global economy. What do you think, Peter? Totally agree.
1: Um, I think that that's that's fine. Should we go home? (laughs) Right. Just joking. Right. Um, So I I think that it is it is uh, a big statement um but i am a bit more skeptical as to certainly its immediate uh impact and and you know maybe into the mid term or whatever um the reason is because i think that i've, I've seen this before um i've seen that you know oil pro- um, oil comp- oil and gas companies um promise it seems to me that oil and gas companies promise different things when oil prices are low um versus when they are high so when they are low you tend to get this yes we're going to go green um and then actually along with that you get a, a big pickup in terms of um activity uh and electric vehicles and, and things like that so that that all starts kicking in but then if you if the oil price then goes up considerably um then this the the priorities change they then put more uh, more effort into into the black stuff um, rather mm. than rather than going green so but
0: yeah. but peter just just to interject there, can the oil and gas industry carry on the way they have been doing post lockdown there 's been a movement and, and this is in with the context of extinction rebellion the envi- the movement for, towards environmentalism globally um contrast consumerism. Is it really just window dressing this time or could it could it have real substance?
1: I think it will have real substance because I think that technology um, has moved on a a great deal since I last saw this kind of thing. So, for instance, um, it used to be that. So the last time this kind of thing happened, um, I would say that um, nuclear you know nuclear generated energy was way cheaper than um than wind energy uh, etc but of course now um technology adva- has advanced to the extent that a lot of these technologies like um, wind generation or even you know the sea uh, sea generated um stuff is actually now becoming realistically kind of cost effective um and so from that there's there's that so that's one thing um but i mm. but i also um I, I also believe that there seems to be more of an upsurge from people themselves to um to look towards alternative energy sources and that has those kinds of things have been helped by unfortunate um things like for instance the fukushima uh, disaster in 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 2011 um mm. because that prompted japan to look at at its own power generation but also that affected um power generate thoughts about power generation in europe as well so at the time i mean i know she's going back a bit but um at the time for instance angela merkel of germany was potentially staring defeat in the in the face um in in her in election and um and she was a very a vocal proponents of nuclear um related um power generation but as soon as fukushima happened she did a massive about turn and said right okay from now on we are going to be alternative fuels and mm. i think that really helped to um build her popularity and she actually ended up winning an election that everyone thought she you know she was looking like she might lose so mm. you know from that point so I think, you know, times have moved on. Technology has moved on. Um, shale has moved, yeah, especially with regard to shale. Um, but uh, I still think that BP is at heart an oil and gas company. And yes, while it says something like this, when oil prices have been low, it's different. You know, it may be a different story if the oil price goes goes a lot further than here. I mean, it seems mm. amazing at the moment, um, everyone's still um blaming everything on the low oil price but the fact is the oil price has been hovering around the $40 a, a barrel mark now for a, for a little while um so and and you know this the the um OPEC and Russia they're going to they they they'll be stopping those those production restrictions so yeah you know, it may well be yeah we 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 will see more movements in the oil price going forward
0: Mm. So I've got two two answers to what you've just said, Peter. Before you introduce your favourite story, yep. um, First of all, in terms of global impact, this is going to have an impact on the big investment funds as well. Think about all of the all of the assets held in that oil and gas and the movements of capital into alternative invest, investment um, alternative energy sources. Mm-hmm. Um, it it will it will it will clearly impact big investment investor strategies. I think that's really interesting. And that would be something I would use in an interview um, Mm. as to why this is interesting. The second thing I'd like you to do, Peter, if you could, you talked about low oil prices. Could you give our listeners a quick rundown of what is a low oil price? Why might it be that oil and gas gas companies um, change, change their rhetoric when gas prices or oil oil prices are low? And if they're high,
1: okay so um a low low oil price we we saw this year the the lowest price ever Uh, i think it was minus 15 dollars a barrel minus 15 dollars a barrel so the producers were paying people to take it off their hands so that's that's a low oil price that's a that's actually a ridiculously low oil price which presumably won't be repeated again um but uh, a high oil price would be say 100 dollars a barrel which um you know the oil price was at a few years ago and by the way there are different types of oil prices just to just to be clear so there's brent crude which is what we tend to use as the benchmark in europe um and then there's west texas index or wti um which is used for the uh, price of american oil so but they're, they're, they're usually roughly similar usually the brent crude is slightly more expensive but they're yeah but just as an average They are now Mm. about forty dollars a barrel. So it's not it's not great, but it's not absolutely disastrous at the moment.
0: And why would it be that gas and oil companies would change their rhetoric with low oil prices and gas prices? What what I mean, what impact does that have on their business? Uh,
1: So I think that so at the moment, for instance, I think that they are. Um, as they say, kitchen sinking. Um, so bl- blaming all the ba- putting, getting all the bad stuff out of the way. So any any kind of oil fields that haven't been doing particularly well that they get rid of, or um, they 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 cut staff, you know that kind of thing. Um, they're getting all the bad news out of the way, and they can they can blame it all on on um, on coronavirus. But they who's to say that that those kinds of cuts may have been made their intention to make anyway um but anyway i think i just think that they're clear it seems to me they're clearing the decks and they can also get good i mean this is a very cynical point of view but they can get good pr by saying look everyone um we're we're being green despite being an Mm -hmm. oil and gas company um you know i i I almost think it's, it's almost a bit like some of these um tobacco companies saying that they want a future without cigarettes well you know mm. yeah great but what have you done for the last god knows how many years and um and is that really gonna is that really gonna change because you know if they're not doing very well so if they're going back to the oil and gas companies if they're not doing very well now at um, low oil prices they're they're battening down the hatches they're getting rid of any bits and pieces that they're not you know particularly uh happy with and so when the oil price let's say goes to sixty dollars a barrel um i would have thought that uh, it would be at the very least highly tempting to shift your resources to that mm. than it will be to um, to then, you know, allocate resources to wind and solar projects, for instance.
0: This is definitely the cynicism of an ex-investment banker speaking, I have to say. Um, Peter, what was your if you if you disagree with me, what was your most important story of today and why? Um, well, I,
1: th- I think that um, Disney uh, the, the the disney story was particularly um, was particularly interesting today um, because just because it 's difficult to think of a company that has such an array of businesses that have been absolutely mullered like you know they've got they 've got a cruise business they 've got theme parks um you know they, they 've got films and ironically the only business that actually did well um was their probably their newest business which was disney plus um and so yeah that, that's it was I- ironic that you know it's their newest business that actually done done quite well so um mm-hmm. i just think that it's it's interesting um from the point of view that when think let's take an optimistic point of view now is, is say you know when things turn around they are presumably going to turn around very, very strongly for this company that has a, um, you know, a huge positions in in all those in all those areas. Oh, and the other thing, I, the other area I forgot to mention was um, sports broadcasting, of course. So you know, and obviously been no, there's been not much to report on. So so yeah, mm-hmm. I think that it will be hugely geared to the upside. To think that okay, it is very bad now let's uh, hopefully it will survive should be able to survive this i would have thought um but when something happens a big turnaround so for instance if if um we came uh you know a a vaccine a a coronavirus vaccine came out now um i mean i would have thought that disney's fortunes are going to turn around very very quickly
0: Mm. and so just to add a bit of color for our listeners so this was the first time disney has slipped into the red since 2001 that's correct with its sales falling by was it 40 percent yes something like that
1: something like that yeah
0: so so i agree with you it's important but justify to me why our listeners should read about disney what makes disney so important in the news
1: um i just think that there's more potential immediate upside to that story whereas i i think that with bp it is important, but ultimately it's going to make not much difference for quite a number of years in my opinion so yours mm. is is definitely you know it's it's important for the long term for the environment and all that but um it's not really going to make that much difference now um mm. whereas with disney um I think that there could potentially be a very swift turnaround in the next in the next few years. But obviously, it all yes. depends on where when we find uh, um, uh, um, uh, and the you know the antidote or <laughs> you know whatever <laughs> to uh, to coronavirus. Uh, but yes. they'll be heavily geared towards that, and I think that'll be that's why I I would pick it over the BP story.
0: Yes. Okay. Well, Peter, thank you so much for sharing your, your thoughts. As always, an interesting discussion. To our listeners, please do engage with us on social media, on LinkedIn, uh, and on uh, Instagram. Do read the news, uh, these stories and more interesting, uh, other interesting insights from today's uh, news. And um, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you very much, Peter.
1: No problem. Thanks, George.